Hello, girlies. Welcome to season two, episode five of Girl Let's Talk About It. How is everybody doing today? I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you are in great spirits. I hope you are feeling great mentally, physically, spiritually. I'm just sending all of that love and all of that positive energy your way. So that's, I think that's the new intro. I'm feeling just like, you know, giving all that love to you. So I hope you guys are doing so well. But welcome to episode five. So a little background on episode five. Usually with any podcast that I do, I record it on like Saturday or Sunday. I edit it and then I schedule it to be published on Wednesdays, right? So this is Wednesday today and I am recording <laughs> when actually Wednesday, episode five is supposed to be out already. <sighs> so, little background on that. I did record episode five, the take number one. I did record it on Sunday, and I always like to like listen back to my recordings just to make sure that the topic and what I'm saying run in alignment with each other. I agree with the message that I'm saying and all that. So when I was listening to the first episode five, eh, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't like it. I felt like I was rambling. I mean, I ramble. I am the queen of rambling, okay? So I was rambling, but I still didn't, I just didn't feel like the topic and what I was saying wasn't in alignment with each other. So yeah, that's why I just kind of just like deleted that one. And I was like, you know what? Nope. We're going to sit back, relax, wait till God gives us something to talk about. And then we're going to run this back. So I am back and welcome to episode five, take two. So today is going to be about advocating for yourself and being your own support system, being your own cheerleader. And I want to talk about this because episode four, which was about pouring from an empty cup. That was the title of episode four. And just a little rundown on that was basically just about giving all your energy to other people and other things relationships friendships jobs things like that like giving all your energy away and then like when you are back home with yourself how do you replenish and that topic was very prevalent for me because like I said in episode four the last like not now but like when I recorded episode four like those past two weeks I just felt so drained I just felt like somebody was literally like underneath me with a bucket and just draining all of the juice out of my body. I just felt just very drained. And I realized it was because I was giving all my energy away to things and people. And I wasn't pouring back into myself. So that was just a brief synopsis of episode four. If you feel like that, please go check that out so you know that you're not alone. But ever since I recorded episode four, something in me <laughs> was like, I feel like I need to expand on Empty Cup. Because as humans, we give a lot of our energy away and we run to other things to replenish us because we don't have a relationship with ourselves. So when I was listening back to episode four, I was like, wow, this is like a deeper conversation that we kind of have to have. And broken down in sections, you know, everything is like baby steps. But I was thinking like, hold up, instead of talking about how do you replenish yourself? Like, do you even trust that you have what you need to replenish yourself? You know, like, do you even feel like you have the resources for yourself? Do you even like yourself? Like, before we talk about this empty cup, do you even care about replenishing? Do you even care about taking care of yourself? So 
I was thinking of all of those thoughts when I was listening back to episode four. So that is why episode five, I kind of wanted it to just be like a continuation kind of of episode four. So episode five, are you pouring into yourself? Yes. But are you your own cheerleader? Do you trust that you have everything you need? Do you trust that you have the resources? Do you trust that you have the right decision? Do you like yourself? You know, I feel like, oh my gosh, that topic for me is a big, big, big one. So let's just start from the beginning. Are you your cheerleader? Do you advocate for yourself? And I'm not going to lie. That resonates with me so much because for a while, I felt like for me that I was not my own cheerleader. And that goes out of, I don't really think that that's all the, all the way self-confidence. I mean, it's, it's sort of in the ballpark, but I feel like I've always kind of been confident with myself. But for me, it's like I'm a Virgo. And I know some people don't believe in Zodiac. <laughs> so what I mean by I'm a Virgo is like I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. You know, everything has to be right. And I'm so hard on myself. I'm a go-getter. I'm goal-oriented. And I'm just like, I got to complete. I got to get it done. Just like with this podcast, for example, I'm like, I got to publish, edit, schedule tonight. You know, that's just how I am. This is how my mind just works. Like, I got to get it done, right? And with that, sometimes you know, your mind kind of like beat you up a little bit. So I can be the first to say that I have to grow with beating myself up. I don't do it too much anymore because I'm more self-aware of it. But I noticed throughout my years that I beat myself up a lot. And it's like nobody can tell me anything about myself that I don't already feel. You know, and sometimes that comes off as like nobody can tell me nothing because I already know. And I didn't realize how much I was like beating myself up. Like I wasn't my own cheerleader. Like anytime I did something wrong, I'm beating myself up. I'm like, Nier, like, why would you do that? And I'm overthinking and just like walking into this energy of I'm not good enough, you know, because I'm my own. I'm my biggest critic. And, you know, with that, I feel like. That's, that could be a positive, too, you know? Like, being your own biggest critic, that could be a positive if you're self-aware in the sense of, like, oh, I need to adjust here. And it's not about right or wrong, good or bad, but it's just, like, I need to adjust here. I need to fix the error of my ways here. I need God to kind of help me readjust who I am and my way of being and how I'm showing up. You know, I feel like with being your biggest critic, that's a good thing, but I also feel like sometimes... It's self-destruction, too, because sometimes we're beating ourselves up for things that we shouldn't. Like, we're humans. We're living a human experience. That means we will make human mistakes. And I feel like we shouldn't beat ourselves up because of the mistakes that we made. Because with the mistake, you're already going to learn. You know, with the mistake, you're already going to learn. Like, if you're touching the stove, you get burnt. You already learn. You know, you don't have to beat yourself up because you did it. You already got the lesson out of it. Move on. And I feel like as me as a human, I would be the person that will put my hand on the stove. I get burnt, right? So I already got the lesson. But now with that, now I'm beating myself up about like near. Now, why would you put your hand on the stove? Now, you know that you wasn't supposed to do that. And look, now look what you did. And, you know, just going through that too. So I feel like I have 
beat myself up so many times in my life just by being human and making mistakes. And even if I'm getting my lessons, I'm still beating myself up. So I realized that when it comes to, we say relationship with ourselves, right? And with that, I 100% agree. But as I'm doing this like self-reflection, self-awareness, I'm learning that like having a relationship with yourself is way more than just taking yourself out shopping. And, and I'm saying all these things I'm generalizing are things that I thought that was a relationship with yourself. Like taking yourself out shopping, buying the things that you want, you know, giving yourself a face mask, going to the nail salon. And don't get me wrong, I still do all of those things. And I love to do all of those things. And I think that's a part of, of having a relationship with yourself, like being okay with, you know, loving yourself and getting yourself pretty and taking care of yourself. I think that's all under the umbrella of having a relationship. But not until that I have gotten older. I keep saying, I keep saying like older or in my years. Y'all, I'm only 24. <laughs> I'm saying in my years and as I've gotten older, like I'm 50, I'm only 24. But anyway, so, so yeah, I, what I've learned in my 24 years is that it is way more than just what we do on the outside and a lot more of what we do on the inside. So I, the analogy that I like to think of it as is like, yeah, we got the icing, we got the cake and we got the icing, right? The icing looks so pretty on the outside. The cake looks so good, ready to eat. But then when you cut that cake and you get on the inside, it's nasty. It's nasty. It's runny. It wasn't in the oven long enough. We didn't bake it all the way. You know, that's how I feel about a relationship when you're only focused on the external factors. And one of the biggest things about having a relationship with yourself that I noticed is being an advocate for you. And what I mean about being an advocate for you is not just being confident when you show up. Yes, that's a part of it, right? So all of this stuff, I feel like it's all under the umbrella of having a relationship with yourself. But one of the biggest things that I'm realizing is that having a relationship with yourself is also being honest with yourself about how you're feeling, about how you're doing, about like how you're treating other people. So I feel like honesty I feel like, do you trust yourself? I think I said in episode four, like, do you even trust yourself to be okay with taking a break from what you're doing and kind of sit down and relaxing and waiting for God to give you something to do? You know, even that, like, do you trust yourself to take a break so you can come back a little bit stronger? Do you even trust that you could do that? So I feel like it's like honesty with yourself. It's trust. And and it's also advocating. Do you have a voice for yourself? Are you setting boundaries? Do you support yourself? Do you cheer yourself on? And I think all of those things, also in addition with taking yourself out and taking care of yourself, I feel like all of those things go under the umbrella of having a relationship with yourself too. And advocating for yourself, I'm not going to lie, that was one of the hardest things that I struggled with. And I want to say it was like a little bit of a self confidence issue but I also want to say it was more of just like you know when you're growing up you want people to like you right you want people to like you you want to show up a certain way for people and there's there's going to be a time where you kind of 
kind of wake up and you kind of realize you don't need outside validation. But before that happens, you want to make people happy. You want to make people like you. You don't want to say anything that is going to kind of bring your humanism out, right? So we kind of have this ego, in a, this little shadow self of us that's like, I want to look perfect. I want to be perfect. And in that, I feel like we lose our voice. We lose our sense of self and we lose our boundaries because we're trying to fit in this ego-based humanism, which is not really us, you know? So when I say advocating, it's like, yes, being your own cheerleader, cheering yourself on, and not beating yourself up, but also like with boundaries. And do you have your own voice? And that is something that I struggle with because I always wanted people to like me. Always wanted people to like me. Always wanted people to have a certain view of who Niera Martinez was and who she is, right? And with that, I feel like I kind of lost my voice. I kind of lost my... I didn't really set a lot of boundaries with people. And I'm not just talking about men. Um, I'm talking about like friendships as well. You know, sometimes you don't set the boundary, right? You don't set the boundary. So because you want somebody like you. And that was something that I have struggled with for a long time. And I remember in college, people used to tell me like, oh my gosh, Nia, you're too nice. Like that was a flaw. And for me, I'm like, that's a strength, you know, to be in this world that's full of negativity. I feel like it's a strength to still be nice. And I'm like, I'm not going to let this world or people in this world change me. I'm a nice person. My mom and my dad have instilled me to be friendly to anybody that I meet. It doesn't matter if you are the janitor or the CEO, you're, tre- you're getting treated the same. And that is something that my parents instilled in me since I was younger. So I will always be friendly. And my mom, she's like the friendly- friendliest person on freaking earth. So she's such a beautiful, like, sunshine. (laughs) So I kind of get that from her as well. So I feel like I've always been taught and raised to be friendly and to be nice. So that is something that will never change. But I think with that, showing up that way, wanting to be liked, you kind of lose your sense of self. You kind of lose your voice and your boundaries. And that is something that I have struggled with for a long time. Until I started to have a relationship with myself. And what I mean by relationship with myself is I want to say when I was about 21 is when I started to be very just, I don't know. I've always been a self-aware person, but 21 came and I was in a very pivotal moment of my life. Things happened, experience happened. Well, experience happened since I was 19, but 21 was a pivotal part where everything was kind of weighing on me, you know? And I remember one day I was in the mirror just looking at myself and I was like, Nia, you are not okay. You are not okay. And that was the first time that I ever said that to myself out loud. Like, Nia, you are not okay. And broke down and cried. And if you meet me, (laughs) I'm a very nice person. I'm very friendly, but I have a wall and I have a wall up. You don't know too much about me. I'm a very private person. Uh, You don't really know what I'm feeling. You just know near is nice, but you don't know like, um, are you mad? Are you sad? Are you okay? Are you neutral? Like what's going on? Like you'll, you'll never know that. I have that, that wall up. Right. So for me, breaking that wall down. Or kind of getting to a a little nick in the wall 
with myself at that time was very pivotal for me to be like, Nia, you're not okay. And from that moment on, I've been on this journey of self-awareness, self-reflection at its highest. And I'm not saying that I have reached like the peak of it. Honestly, I feel like this is a journey. Self-care, relationship with yourself will always be a journey. There will always be things to work through. There will always be um, lessons to learn and things to, I don't want to say fix, but things to adjust. So I'm not going to say I have all the answers. Nope, I don't. And I feel like I'm only 24, so I haven't even gotten to the real, you know, I haven't even experienced all my years yet. So I know I still have some work to do, but I can say that I have definitely, definitely improved for over the past couple of years because this relationship that I've been in, in with myself been in a, been a journey of self-reflection, self-awareness, self-care at its highest. And what I mean by that is like um, literally being honest with myself. Like I made a mental health like journal last year. It is on my website, Notice Me Fit, if you guys want to get it. But I made that because I needed a way to... I don't know, just express how I'm feeling. Because for me, I've never felt comfortable with like sharing my real thoughts, you know? So with that, I just needed a way to kind of put my thoughts down on paper. So I created a mental health journal. And literally, it's like, what is your mood from zero to 10? What can make it to a 10? You know, just getting myself into the um, the habit of tapping in with myself and being 100% honest. Like, okay, you're not okay. And how, like, how can we fix this? You know, because I feel like a lot of the chaos and a lot of the destruction and a lot of what we go through is in our mind, right? And I feel like our internal reflects, or our external reflects on what's going on in our internal, you know? So I feel like I started to really tap in with my mind. And When I started to do that, I realized, like, that I did not set boundaries with people. And I had friendships since I was 21, since I've been on this journey. I had friendships that have just just dropped, just fell off, right? And sometimes they say, like, you know, God has that happen, which I think is 100% true. A lot of people cannot go on your journey with you. And that would be a whole other podcast episode if I go that route. (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, friendships, they started falling off and different things started happening. And I'm like, what is going on? And when you are in a relationship with yourself, one thing that I found that happens a lot is you start to stop pointing the fingers and blaming people and start looking at yourself looking at yourself so I noticed that every time situations would happen I always would think to myself or talk to myself and be like okay Nier what was your breakdown like what do you feel like you did and it's not like a blaming thing but it's more just of like you know all your relationships are a reflection of you so what do you feel like you have done or what was your part in this you know and one of the things that was common in a lot of the friendships was that I was not setting boundaries. I was a letting I was letting things and allowing things to create, um, become a thing, then fester, then get bigger and then get bigger, and then it blows up to the point where 
we now cannot be friends. We now cannot even be in the same room. We can't even speak to each other. There is no rekindling. There is no friendship anymore, any longer. You know what I mean? So I feel like um, I've realized that by me not advocating for myself and by me not, you know, finding my voice and, you know, telling people, you can't talk to me like this. This is what I'm going to allow you to do. This is what I'm not going to allow you to do. By not setting those boundaries, I feel like they created and the baby started to grow into a beast. And then now it's just like the beast then just like went crazy. So I say all that to say <laughs> that um, advocating for yourself is going to, it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I wish I'd known this in high school. That is how big this topic is. Like advocating for yourself. Do you have boundaries in your life? And the only way that you can set boundaries is if you're tapping in with yourself and know your self-worth. I feel like self-worth and advocating and boundaries are all under the same umbrella. Like, do you feel like you are worth the boundary with anybody, a friend? a guy if you're doing any type of like transferring of services like you giving money for something and somebody's supposed to give you a product or service back like do you have those boundaries like you're not about to play with my money you're not about to play with my time you know what I mean like you're not about to disrespect me like do you have those boundaries for yourself and I feel like the only way that you can have those boundaries is by knowing your self-worth and knowing that you are deserving of those boundaries and I think that all kind of goes back to having a relationship with yourself. And, you know, it's so sad because I feel like having a relationship with yourself is a gateway of being the person that God wants you to be and also walk into the purpose that he wants you to walk in. And the reason that I say that is because when you are self-aware, when you self-reflect, you can heal yourself. You can fix the error of your own ways. Like you can adjust where you need to. If there is breakdown with yourself or in your relationships or in your friendships, you can tap into you and then readjust where you need. And I feel like all of that helps you become a better person. And in any experiences in your life. So we have experiences every day. And sometimes it's not about the experiences, but it's about what you get out of the experiences and also what you learn out of the experiences and also how you react to them. So I feel like having that relationship with yourself, tapping into yourself only makes you a better person. Not even that when it comes to people, like I said earlier, like your friendships, your relationships, they only reflect on what's going on in the inside of you and how you feel about yourself. So you can also look at the people that's in your life and you can also be like, okay, is this person supposed to be here? Is that person supposed to be here? And then you can adjust accordingly or even before they're in your life. If there's a person that's coming in, you can tap into your own intuition because you trust yourself like that. You know, you can tap into your own intuition and say, hold up, this guy is trying to talk to me. Let me fill out his energy. What do I think? Do I think that he's good for this experience that I'm in? Do I think that he's good to be in my life? Nope. Okay, next. Same with girls. Like, hmm, let me fill out her energy. You know, and you can also kind of pick who is meant to be in your life and who is not meant to be in your life. So now your relationships are different because of how you feel about yourself. Even when it comes to, like I said before, about somebody giving you a product or a service. If you've been waiting 
for hours or days or months for a service that somebody was supposed to give to you after you gave your money, you can advocate for yourself and say, excuse me, I've been waiting for six hours. Where's my product? I've been waiting for three months. Where's my service? Because you know that you are worthy enough to be able to be like, "Mm -mm, you're not going to play with me. I don't deserve that. But that comes with having a relationship with yourself and being comfortable with speaking up for you. And I feel like that all kind of comes together so beautifully. And it's all under the same umbrella. And I didn't realize this connection until episode four. Well, I mean, I did it when I was like 21, but I didn't realize the actual connection until I was recording episode four. And I'm like, wait, this is all connected here. So I feel like advocating for yourself, trusting yourself, speaking up those boundaries. Oh, my goodness. That's all a relationship with you. And you just have to be comfortable with yourself. Now, I love to always tell everybody this disclaimer. I do not have all the answers. A lot of the time when I'm speaking through this mic, it's like from me to me. And I'm speaking to another human maybe out there that can resonate with what I'm saying. So I'm not saying I have the answers to what a relationship with yourself looks like. But what I can say from my experience is I realized how walked on I felt. And how I felt like people weren't respecting me. And people were talking to me any kind of way and dismissing me. And I realized that that all of that was happening because of the lack of boundaries I had within myself and me not advocating for me. So I realized because I'm not telling people, you're not going to talk to me like that. You're not going to do me like that. You're not going to disrespect me. You're not going to dismiss me. You know, those different things. I realized, like, you're not going to take advantage of me. Like, all of those things. Because I wasn't saying that. Because I wanted to be liked. That I, that was why my relationships were failing. That's why my friendships were failing. And we can all point the fingers and say, she did this to me and she did that to me. But it's like, that had to start from somewhere. And that had to start from you allowing these things to happen. And why did you allow these things to happen? Because you were not advocating for yourself. And you weren't you know, advocating for yourself, supporting yourself and setting those boundaries. So I definitely think that is very important. And this being your own cheerleader too. Like, you know, sometimes we look at outside validation for a clap, for an applause. We're doing things to see who's going to applause at us and see who's going to clap at us. Or maybe we're not doing the things that we really want to do because we solely only want applause. And we don't think that if we do what we really want to do, we might get an applause. So we're just not going to do it. And I feel like you, I said this before, I think episode three, episode four, and I feel so like strongly about this. Like you have everything you need, including validation for yourself. You have that already. That applause and stuff, it's in there. Allow yourself to be the only cheerleader that you will ever need to walk into the purpose that God's have for you. And if you don't know what that purpose is, I feel like that is why we're on this earth to kind of figure that out. So you probably don't know what that is, but what do you like? You know, what do you like? What makes you happy? What is a hobby or something that you like to do that kind of sparks you up inside? Even if it's weird, even if other people aren't doing it, what do you like? Start there, you know, start there. Start seeing what you're doing. Like for me with this podcast, like I don't have friends doing podcasts. And for me, you know, all of the energy that I feel or any way that I feel about it will be coming, you know, inside of me because other people aren't doing it around me. But somebody got to cheer me on and do this every week. It got to be me. 
So whatever that you want to do in life, like do not worry about what the other people got to say. Be your own advocate. Support you. Be your own cheerleader. If there's something that you like to do, do it. Regardless of what you feel that the outside people care about. Because honestly, in real life, nobody really cares about you as much as you think they do. Because they are out there fighting for their lives, just like you are. (laughs) So do you. And support yourself every step of the way. Because things are only going to work out if you decide that they are. If you say that you're not going to be great, then you're not. And that's the decision that you made. So you got to be your own cheerleader. And you got to tell yourself that you're going to make it. You're worth it. You're worth the boundary. You can advocate for yourself. You can do whatever you want because you have you. You are your plan A and your plan B. You bet on yourself every single time. And that's just has to be the case and that has to start with a relationship with you and to start there is by talking to yourself are you okay how are you feeling the relationships that you're in do you feel there's breakdowns anywhere breakdowns meaning do you feel like there's problems if so start to tap in with yourself all these relationships and all these friendships that you're having problems with write all the problems down take a step back see if you see any commonalities in these breakdowns and see if any of that could be a reflection of how you feel about yourself you know if you are nitpicking at a friend or a friend is nitpicking at you about things that you do wrong or make fun of you or something and you write that down take a look at yourself do you nitpick everything you do about yourself do you put yourself down do you judge yourself you know it all starts with us and I think it sucks <laughs> like a relationship with ourselves doesn't always for the best because you actually got to be honest with yourself and honestly we all got things that we need to work on so it's not going to be fun but the reward is always going to be worth it i seen this tweet and i'm going to end on this so i seen this tweet and it said if you had a friend that treated you like you treat yourself would you want to be their friend And I seen that tweet probably like a year ago. And I think about it all the time. And at the point where I was at last year, I was like, oh, absolutely not. I would suck as my friend because I put myself down and I beat myself up. And I don't have any boundaries because I want everybody to like me. (laughs) So, yeah, that is the episode for today. I hope that I've said some words that kind of resonated with you guys. Like I said before, this podcast is really from me to me, but I'm living a human experience. So I know there are some other humans that probably can relate to exactly how I am feeling. So I hope that it resonated with somebody. But yes, please cheer you on because there's nobody that's not anybody else's job in this world to cheer you on. But yourself, that's your job and your responsibility. And you can do it. You have everything that you need in your life for yourself to be a better person to have better relationships and friendships you have that already in the inside of you but it starts with you and being honest with yourself and trusting yourself and taking care of yourself and readjusting where you need to adjust and make those boundaries where you need to and clap for yourself when needed so i love you guys so much Please be your own cheerleader today. Please clap for yourself. Please be proud of yourself. Please be honest with yourself wherever needed. And watch how your life just starts to change 
when you start to really start to be aware of what's going on the inside of you. And that outside world is going to change for you. So I love you guys so much. I thank you for listening. And I hope I didn't ramble too much. But I love you guys. And yeah, I will see you for episode six. You know you go broke trying to handle me. Take it from someone who knows how to handle me. I'ma need a real grown kind of energy. Huh? Do you know, do you know? Cause you're dealing with a lot of competition. You're gonna have to do a lot of ass kissing. You know I got someone with the time to listen. Tell me boy, do you know, do you know? Do it every night. Show me a good time. You can do, I let you. You know, anything less is unacceptable.